my internet friends, and welcome to another episode of the Listen to Your Parents podcast. I am Matt here in Pittsburgh, and we will rush headlong into the introductions of tonight's great guests. First, back with us is Doug. Hello, Doug. Going head first there. Live from <laughs> Dormont, Pennsylvania. Beautiful Dormont. <laughs> and also in the other box is Adam. Hello, Adam. Also so known guys, as the Horn, just in case there's no confusion. Yes. Live, live from Glenshaw. I guess, if we're doing our neighborhoods tonight. Close call for uh, the horn tonight. Uh, we weren't sure if you're going to wrangle the kids in time. but You know, it's funny because you messaged me at 6 o'clock, and if I would have looked at my phone between 6 and 8, I would have had more time to plan this. You know, 8 o'clock, I'm like, oh, okay, uh, I got to get the boys showered and into bed. Uh, let me see if I can pull that off. <laughs> and I did, but barely. Uh, they, you know... Well, I mean, you know, kids, they they throw you, they were behaving and then they went off the rails after their shower. I miss mommy. I need to talk to, cause mommy's not in town this week. So Ooh, I need to talk exciting. to mommy and not really. Uh, her mom just Mr. had a knee surgery. Yeah. Oh, oh for no. me. Yeah. Mr. Mom, but only with yeah. two. She has the, she has the oldest with her. So they're having girl time and I'm getting boy time. So oh, that's it's cool. Well, it's I, cool. I, I appreciate you jumping in. On a late notice, we had one of our other regular guests booked, uh, but uh, circumstances working against us, and uh, uh, it's all good. Uh, We'll see her probably next week, so uh, we'll talk to her. Why am I keeping it a secret? It was Tina from Seattle, but she couldn't join us, but that's all right. Tina will be around another time. Well, those Uh, Seattle people, you can't. (laughs) Well, I mean, I was going to have her on because we were going to talk about this, you know, this wave thing that it was doing the thing with the thing. Like that, and now it's doing the it's doing that thing now, and it's doing that out in Washington State, especially. And she was uh, she's definitely definitely um, even through the brief conversation we had over the messenger uh, was already um, alluding to certain rollbacks of uh, reopenings that are she's starting to see. But you know, we're seeing that around Pittsburgh too. We're seeing restaurants yeah. that uh, tried to reopen uh, under you know socially distancing uh, protocols and they uh, some of them are having to you know close or, or pull back because people are getting diagnosed so uh, we're in that little zone Pennsylvania is doing better than most that's obvious right now but um, yeah we're teetering on that line we're all teetering on that line and some of us uh, some of our friends in other parts of the country are, are falling off the other side uh, at this point so it's getting a little scary out there yeah. Well, even Allegheny County, where it had a spike, I think, last this past, last week or something. So even as good as we've been going to green, I think there's been a small spike in cases. So, um, yeah, you turn on the news just tonight and they uh, just start rattling, rattling off, you know, this bus driver, these three restaurant workers, right. this so-and-so. And I'm sitting there going, this sounds like a little bit of a uptick. Well, WWE now, right? They've, they have, what, 11 cases or something? They're trying to keep it under wraps. Renee Young, I read, like she tweeted yeah. it when she was diagnosed. And uh, funny, as soon as they decided to add the live crowd to the Raw tapings and SmackDown tapings, what, a couple weeks later, here we are? I mean, there's a trend, people. Pay attention. <laughs> yeah, it's a little uh, it's a little unnerving. You just hope that everyone is uh, yeah. doing what they need to do to, to keep right. all to keep a lid on things as best as they can. So it's everything. Just, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, we keep it 100. So here comes yeah. the kids. And uh, hi. I'm everybody. sure I'm going to be surprised if mine make a cameo. You already said a hi. 
All right. Bye. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Okay, there you go. Oh, yeah. Well, do I look like his mom? Does Doug look like his mother? I don't know what's happening here. Back to what's going on in there. I think he's going back to Roblox. I think we're playing Roblox tonight. Okay. I have that going on upstairs, too. Yeah. Roblox, we got Roblox and um, I think Fortnite it might be on its way out. Ooh. Fingers Is crossed. Is that a choice by you or a choice by your children? I I believe they're mature enough that are nine and eleven to know when <laughs> uh, when it's time to say no to Fortnite. Oh, and I, nope. I may or may not have shut off access at the router. Nope, oh, that's bad. That one doesn't work. I'm playing with my camera here. Don't mind me. <clears throat> oh, don't worry, it. Didn't, it. Didn't, work. It didn't work. Your, didn't work. Your, your voice is your voice is plenty. Your voice is plenty. <laughs> uh, so so, what's the issue with the Fortnite Doug that we're having? Oh, they just, they get very, um, <laughs> they become very much part of the game. They feel like they're actually in it. Mm. I guess is a good way to put it. Um, the from the peanut gallery, we've got, they turn into buttheads. Buttheads? Yeah. Butt technical head. term. <laughs> that, that, that is a technical term, I think, yeah. Yes. Not nice little boys. Not, yeah. not nice little boys, yes. Thankfully, there's none of the, like, hardcore swearing or anything that you would see on YouTube videos. I'm sure it would get to that point yeah. <laughs> if it continued. Yeah. Um, it's mostly their friends that they're playing with and they just yell at each other. So it's, yeah. like, it's, it's like being out on the, you know, being out on the, the ball field or on the court. And when back in our days talking trash and now they're just doing it, yeah. you know, with um, flying, was it Mushroom, Millennium Falcon, Gliders, and I don't play Fortnite, so I don't know. I don't. I know nothing of the. I know it's popular, but I couldn't tell you a thing about I don't it. Play it. Uh, there's there's flossing involved. That's all I really know. Yes, there is a little bit. It's uh, I I I think it's the the thing that's great about Roblox to me at least is that it's completely inaccessible for adults just from an emotional, you know, intellectual yeah. standpoint. Yeah. I can't. I, I look at it. I go, this does not look interesting to me. I don't know what all of you people are doing in this game. I, I, I kind of understand what's going on, but I am not interested in playing this. But you kids really want to play this. So yeah. here, you know, have fun with, yeah. you know, in this one. Well, and for the most part, Roblox doesn't lead to, you know, the, the fits and the tantrums and the butthead behavior, if you will. Um, uh, depends depends on what games they get into while they're playing. Well, yeah, because I found that there's one where you could be the cop and you have to go against the robbers, and mm. if you don't arrest them, they get ticked off and start yelling. Huh. But it's okay. I'm, I found it from talking to other dads. It's not just like Mike is like every kid that plays a video game. This is kind of like their reaction to it. And the one plus side to Fortnite is it's mostly my oldest that plays, and it's he plays against like his his buddies and it's like it's locked down that we have it so that he's only playing the parties with his friends right yeah. so there's which no they're in contact in a way which is cool so yeah and there's no there's no outside chatter that's going on it's i, I could say that i don't play it but i sit there while they play it sometimes and i've listened in and it's it's just knuckleheads being knuckleheads like yeah mm -hmm. you suck you stink what's wrong <laughs> with you like right. stuff like that you're right. you're a noob you're a, a bot. You're bot. Like That's my a, new yeah, favorite. Your bot. bot is is the best put down. I, I want to adopt that, but I know if I take this on, it will not be cool for the kids anymore. So they can have that one. Right. 
but it's right. fantastic. Yeah. I didn't, who knew you're a bot would ever be a put down? I don't oh, know. That's that's so, insane. Aim bot, aim bot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the robots, at least the one, at least the chunks my kids have gotten into. That the, the the only fussing is if they're all three playing together and like two made it past the jump or something, and the other one is having trouble. I want to catch up. You know, I get that stuff, but otherwise, yeah. it's pretty tame. Now, Smash Brothers on the Switch. Holy oh. jumping. They are, my boys are, well, Ryan especially just gets very like, stop doing that move. Well, uh, he's just fighting you, buddy. It's a fighting game. He, uh, he keeps doing that move. He's cheating. Yeah. He's doing the move. They're like, what do you, you know, you, you know, because they all want to get their, go in and get the special finishers. You, you won't let me do my finisher. If you do your finisher, he dies. He doesn't want you to do your finisher, you know. Well, funny enough, that's what Fortnite's been replaced with because we just got that. We just got that game, and I watched it. Like, it's a fun game. I'm like, you guys can play this. I like this. It's a fun game. Well, I, I, and I played it with them, and I get yelled at, Daddy, quit doing that move. I'm like, I'm just – and listen, generally, legitimately, they kick my they, they kick my butt, okay? So I really don't win very much. Every once in a while, I sneak one in there. But um, like, a lot of times, they'll, they'll double-team me, so I can't – you know, I'm dead in two minutes, and then they fight for, for ten more, and then one of them wins. Um, I'm waiting for yeah. the day that I get to play Mortal Kombat against them. Because then they're oh going to feel the wrath of dad. There you go. There you go. But have you unlocked all the characters yet on, on Smash Brothers? No, we just got it. Uh, I think a week okay. or two ago. Okay. Okay. It'll take a while. Started. It'll take a while. Yeah. You when you play the versus mode every ten minutes or something of play time, you'll get a photo unlock. And if you lose to them, don't worry about it. Go through, get what you can. Then at the end, if you cycle through them all, you're not getting more chances. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's an icon somewhere. And the games in more modes, like a door, you go through the door, you can fight anybody you lost to previously. So we we went through that this week and unlocked everything we hadn't gotten already. So yeah, we I think there are like seventy one characters or something. We got them all. So we, I mean, we've had it since the end of May. So we had wow. what, a good month of playtime with it. So and they played a lot. So <laughs> yeah, but it's cool though. So you can you get like Simon from Castlevania, and you get um, you know Sonic, and you know all of it. It's it, it, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Kirby is low key awesome on that game. By the way, you can if you can pick someone who you want to be intimidating. That's some has a good move set. Pick Kirby. He can eat people and then take their powers. It's awesome. Nice. They they asked me who Kirby was. Uh, they, they went through the characters. I'm like, this is the best game ever. Like everyone I grew up with is in this game. Yeah, it's awesome. There's some kind of a duck or penguin king character from the Kirby games that's in there too. He's pretty tough. So yeah, I think I, I, know I, I never. It's it's fun. It's 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 pretty fun. Uh, Doug, just to complete the circle on this one, you're also. Um, I heard that you are more into the Apex Legends than the uh, Fortnite side of things. Is that true? What? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I I can say that I have not bought the battle pass yet for this season, and I think I'm up to level sixty three. Sixty four. All which right. is the highest I've ever been without a battle pass, and it's the season's only been going on for a month, so I'm I'm pretty happy about that. I have found that that is now my escape. <laughs> yeah, so that's so like, your go-to. I can get like an hour in in the morning, and then maybe an hour when they go to bed, and then yeah. the rest of the day they're they they're just hoarding the machines. But yeah, I'm that's just one of those games. I don't know why I latched onto it. Uh, probably because it wasn't Fortnite, and it, it reminded me. <laughs> It reminded me more of, um, I think it's it, more of like the old school, like um, like Quake and yeah. Doom. Mm-hmm. 
they started to, that's when I was really starting to get into like computer games. So I, yeah, I just, I, I've been sucked into it. Plus I like the storylines. Um, I don't know. It's just something with the game. It's just, I really get into it. And I always said, I'll never be one of those guys that buys expansion packs or buys extra tokens so I can get, no, I totally do. Because if I see a really cool skin, which is weird because you're a third party shooter. So you don't really see yourself at all during the game, right. <laughs> except for your hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I still go, Oh, Oh, I have bloodhound. I got to get that bloodhound. That looks really cool. That Bangalore. Oh, that's a sweet outfit. I got to get that. I'm totally stuck <laughs> And I'm wow. I'm absolutely fine with that because if I'm going to be stuck at home, I might as well pick up some other skills. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, well, I like, my like wife the. With uh, this. Go, go ahead, Matt. No, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, but it's like my wife with the Sims. She buy. We got like the Sims Four for the new laptop for like six bucks or something. It's like ridiculously on sale. But then we're spending forty bucks on on expansion packs every couple of weeks. So yeah. <laughs> now, 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 my wife, my wife likes to play the Sims. And uh, I, I wish I had this graphic here. Someone put it up, uh, posted it on their Facebook. It's just a joke. And it's like a pie chart of the time you spend on Sims. And like 85% of the pie chart is building the house. And like the other 5%, <laughs> like the other 10% is like designing my family. And like 1% is actually playing the game. And that's Jen. Right. She, I, I, I catch her all the time. She loves just like sitting there and like just tinkering designing. with the house and yeah yeah designing the house is most of the fun. That, that game is wild sometimes the one my wife is playing it and like i said so like you know so her sim like gets married turns out she married an alien and they have like these hybrid babies it was insane it was like the game really? did this like, this wasn't this was just like she didn't know she was marrying an alien until she was married to him for a while and then, oh wow. yeah by the way you married an alien guy it's like the weirdest thing ever i don't know where they come up with this stuff but uh, my stepmom is an alien Right? Oh, Seriously. Yeah, there it is. Source got it right there. Who was, in there. Who was in that? Kim Basinger and Dan Aykroyd. Is that who was in that one? Yes. Fantastic. Thanks, Sorgi. Bam. Yes, wow. That takes me yes, back. Was, Kim was uh, the white. Well, she was the alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kim Basinger was the, was the titular character. Yeah, and Dan Aykroyd was the poor schmuck. That <laughs> here's, here's the pie chart for all that. I think Sorg just put it up. Okay, I hope you all enjoy that. Yeah, well, I was Jen was playing it the one day, and she... She screamed from the other room. Oh my god! I think my sim just got abducted by an alien. And I was like, "Well, that <laughs> game has certainly taken a turn. Don't you have like a job and like a baby to feed and like a fire right. in your kitchen to put out? What, what else is going on in the sim?" Right. Yeah. Well, I guess his friend was uh, was right. a John Lovitz in that movie. I, now you now I'm thinking of all the people that were actually in that film. Yeah, no, that was a that was a, a low key like star studded cast actually. Um, didn't wasn't that what Basinger did like right before Batman was like wasn't that the last thing she did before Batman came out? Yes, yeah, because Batman I think was so. eighty nine. Eighty nine was Batman, yeah, and this was probably like eighty seven, eighty eight. Yeah, that's pro- I bet you it was like the last thing, or at least the last movie, probably before. because after you do Batman, you're not doing this movie. Well, apparently she was like a last minute choice too. Like they had someone cast and they dropped out for some some reason. And Kim Basinger was like brought in like the day before shooting started or something. I read. Ooh, I only sure, read that recently that. too. Yeah, that's that's interesting. But you know, the my daughter was was getting into <laughs> The Sims too now with 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 Angela. So she was creating her own and stuff. So she created The Sim, and all she would do was have have dogs. So she has like twenty dogs. She's taking, and the dogs keep running <laughs> away. All she's worried about is where the dogs go. Well, my poor daughter, she's not taking care of her Sim. She's not feeding it, not putting it to bed, not nothing. 
So the Sim dies because, it, it, you know, she wore the Sim out. So then the Grim Reaper comes and she was freaked out by this. <laughs> I mean, my daughter was legit. I've never played this game again. What is this? So, but apparently on their little trip here, they've uh, there's an expansion pack. She can be mermaids and, pet and play with dolphins. So she's living her best life playing The Sims again. So Okay, great. Um, yeah, I was, was going to ask, like, at what point during The Sims does animal control show up? Because you have too many dogs. Apparently, the Reaper comes before Animal Control. From what I'm saying, <laughs> apparently that if you want, if you're wondering, you you can keep up with the dogs, but you'll kill yourself, and then and, and then the Reaper comes for you, and the dogs are left to do I I don't know what I guess. But that's yeah. fantastic. The Grim there Reaper shows up at your door. I hear you have twenty dogs. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell. Yeah, pretty much. Um, all right, since we're on, briefly on the Batman tangent, uh, Michael Keaton back. Saw that. Yes. 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 Kick-ass. Flash movie. Sure. Something right. like that. Some old, kind of a multiverse. Batman. Some kind of a multiverse thing where, you know, parallel or an alternate timeline. So I'm sure some time travel thing will play into this. But, uh, yeah. And apparently they're saying he's not just going to be like some some Batman. He's going to be the Batman that he was 30 years ago now, you know, as an old man and, you know. So supposedly that yeah, supposedly that now I, I don't think he signed a deal yet. So he, he will everyone's... not be an aged Christian Bale. He'll be an aged Michael Keaton. That will exactly. Okay. I, and now they're saying what well, everything you read says that DC wants him to do like they want him to be like the Nick Fury of the DC universe and be in all these movies. I'm like, and no, don't get me wrong. I mean, Michael Keaton is is awesome. He'll always he loves he, he especially now recently more recently he's yeah. big, he still says I'm Batman. Like he still really loves having done that role. But dude, he's uh -huh. pushing seventy. How many movies are they going to get out of him? I mean, it takes him two, three years to pump out a movie. So how many are they really going to get out of Michael Keaton at this point? I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, like but, Sam L is up there too, and they they seem to have gotten a lot out of him. Yeah, but so. He still looks like he's thirty five though. Well, he does have that special talent. So that he's you know he 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 really doesn't age. I mean he he's he doesn't. I don't. I actually don't know how old he is, and I don't want to know. As far as I'm concerned, he's like 40 ish, and that's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you exactly how old he is. I just know the last time I checked, I was like, "Wow, okay, yeah, good for no, you." He, he really he hit a big later later in his career. Like I think he, I think he was in his 40s when he hit a big with like Live Free or Die Hard, a couple of those other movies, and that's going back what 25 years now. So Hi. I am aware he's of no that spring thing. chicken, that's for sure. Well, he was in uh, right. Coming to America. <laughs> Was he? Samuel yeah, L. was coming to America? Uh-oh, uh -oh, we lost Doug. Doug said the magic word and he disappeared. There he is. The, uh, there he is again. <laughs> Doug, he said, coming to America. You said, he said coming to America. My screen flashed. And then it, I'm, like, I'm like, wait, what? What was that? Uh, the Reaper yeah. came for you that time. Okay. Sam didn't want me to mention that he was in that movie. I yeah, he did was, not know that. He held up the uh, the McDowell's. Yeah, oh, you're right. okay. Now that you say that, I can picture the scene. I just haven't watched a movie in so long. Okay. Wow. I don't know if that was his first one, but that I, that's the first one like, I remember seeing him was in that movie. Right. And now like he makes like three movies a year, it seems like. He's in literally everything since 1995. Well, they can see him in anything now, too. After, and if Sam, uh, is in, if Sam is in it, and it, Morgan Freeman is. I think between the two of them, they're in 95% of all movies every year. If Sam isn't in it, Morgan Freeman's narrating it, right? That's how it should be going. <laughs> how about God, Sam or God with attitude? <laughs> how about a Samuel L. Jackson movie narrated by Morgan Freeman? I'm in for that. that that's, that's a good elevator pitch right there. All right, here's my idea. We're gonna do it. Let's do it. 
Let's make a movie. Wait, could, could you? I don't know what it's about. I don't know what it's about. I don't know what it's about, but just make it happen. I don't know what it's about. Can we reboot? Oh God, you devil! <laughs> With Morgan Freeman and Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Tell me that, that would sounds, be awesome. That might be pretty good. That's actually a pretty good idea. Sorg? How about like a third, like Bruce Almighty <laughs> installment, where Samuel L. is the guy and Morgan Freeman returns as God, and that's that's the movie. It's just the two of them on because camera Morgan together. Freeman will always be the voice of God. Yes, always. And Samuel Jackson's just a bad mm-hmm. dude. Just a dude. If you've yeah. never YouTubed Samuel L. Jackson reading Go the F to Sleep, I have. do it after this podcast. It's it is awesome. the greatest oh thing God. ever. This is a Listen to Your Parents podcast. This is for the parents. Do not watch it with the children present. It is R-rated <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, but you need to watch this video if you've never seen it. It is glorious. <laughs> Check the links. We'll put it down there for y'all. Um, wow, we are. Well, this has been a great conversation. Um, <laughs> we up 30 minutes talking about nothing. Uh, yeah, so the COVID. Uh, anyway, uh, let's talk about something. Hey, um, so I got this. This uh, is what happens when I come on impromptu. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> great. I love it. This has been the last, like, three weeks of this podcast, and I am here for it, obviously, right. every week. Um, and uh, But this is fun. I love it. Uh, I, I got this uh, case of... Miller by God light um, back on Memorial Day, and I am uh, I am this is this is almost last can. This is absolute last can. Uh, so pat me on the back for knocking off this case of beer uh, in a little around a month. I need to get some more beer, so I'm going to open the floor for recommendations for what beer I should you, get next. You I am not getting much? another. I'm not getting another case of Miller light. I'll tell you that for sure. But um, I do need to get something else. No, I'm feeling like, uh, what do I get now? You know, do I do I just fall back into the Spike Arnold Palmers? Um, do you want to forget you tr- about life? Do? do I get that hot dog beer? Wait. I saw that the other day. No, right. how drunk no. do you want to get? Is the don't question? Don't get that. We don't get it. <laughs> do not get it. No, I I got it. Don't get it. I don't. Do I it. got halfway through the can, and I had three left over, and I think we ended up cooking with it. Okay. It's save your seven ninety nine, grab a couple more bucks, and get yourself a six pack of the Golden Monkey. Oh, golden the Golden monkey. monkey. Yeah, yeah. The Golden Monkey is... Because a couple of these, and you'll fall flat on your face. Well, I yeah. recently tried some of the Fatheads beards. I had never done that before. The Fatheads isn't bad if you haven't done yeah. that. Now, I've had they're... the Golden Monkeys before, and that is a... <laughs> It instantly became a top five beer from like the first time I, I tasted it. It's, it's so good. I'll have to. I'll, you guys have me sold on Golden Monkey. Next time I'm at the beer distributor, I gotta pick. I gotta pick up a six pack at least and try it. <clears throat> uh, it, it. It greets you aggressively, but once you get used to it, it's uh it's really it's a, uh, it's a good friend. It, it's the kind of thing that yeah. you you kind of you kind of crave it. It's kind of like a slap in the face that you look forward to. <laughs> um, so not one you want to drink right before a Zoom meeting, but you know if you, during, if you have some time to go, I would drink it before the Zoom <laughs> meeting, but I drink it after the Zoom meeting. That's <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, oh, here's another thing, Doug. This is something even more in your wheelhouse. So I'm cleaning out the freezer, all right, and I dig out. I couldn't get the the, the one drawer to push all the way in in the bottom of my freezer, so I have to, like, push my hand all the way back there. I found, like, one of these pork loins that you get at the store that you're supposed to, you know, slow cook or do something oh, to. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got, a, I have a pork loin now. What do I do with this thing? So I, 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 I thought I'd put it. you on the spot too, and uh, say, okay, I'm going to thaw out this pork loin. 
Uh, and maybe I'll just like slow cook it in the uh, in the crock pot with some assorted uh, deliciousness. Does that sound like a plan to you, Doug? Uh, is, is that or would you? If I put it in a crock pot, will you think less you, of you me? Could, no, you could put it in a crock pot. Okay, yeah, we, we've done that before. <laughs> yeah, um, we did. In fact, we were doing that when our um, when the oven wasn't working. We would have to use the crock pot for stuff like that. How big is it? I mean, it's like you know the typical. You know, like a pound or two, like the tubular it's looking like, thing. It's like that. That's yeah. what it is, basically. See, That's I can relate pound. to that. Now I now I, I can visualize what that – yeah, something like that you could definitely fit in a crock pot. Um, I mean, if you've got a charcoal grill or something, you can slow cook it in one of those. It'll taste a little – it won't be – okay. um, I mean, you could do it with a gas one. It might take a while, depending on how much gas you have. But it's honestly, if it's – if it's that size, I mean, you could crock pot it. Honestly, do, I mean, well, we've do done that a lot. What's that? Do you eat sauerkraut? I do like sauerkraut. Yeah. Sauerkraut and that. Pork I really and... like just like cooking it into submission, so it turns into basically just you know pulled pork, like and yeah. sandwich it up or something like that. I mean, you could if you uh, if you had more Miller Light left, you could put the Miller Light in there with it. There you oh, go. This is my last can. Yeah. yeah. The only thing about pork loins in the crock pot is you got to be careful you don't dry them out. You got to make sure mm-hmm. you do something so it stays. You you get the juices in there. So the, the cooking time and what you spice it up with does matter. But um, yeah, we've done a lot of pork loin in the crock pot. It usually comes out pretty good. Yeah. So what do you think, Doug? Like cheap cheap barbecue sauce or what? Like put some water in there. And I have, spices. I've got what some recipes think? I can send you. No, oh, here we go. There you go. I, I, I have these a are proprietary recipes, and we will not be sharing these with the public. <laughs> I have Sorry a black book that's my pitmaster's handbook. That oh. I there's no link coming for this one, guys. There's no link coming for this. This is between Doug and I. It, it is such a nice book that it is, as I was told, it is water-resistant, grease-resistant, and blood-resistant. Blood-resistant. <laughs> nice. It's made out of some kind of stone paper. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So is this like is this like a book like just a book book or is this like a notebook? This, this you're is like you're filling this out. <laughs> yeah, so you're like this is where you're keeping your your notes, right? Yeah, I, I keep track of all my cooks in there. Okay, so I know what works, what doesn't work, and eventually someday I'll give it to the kids. But I might scribble in a couple different notes just to mess them up. We'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> see, it's kind of like the uh, it's kind of like the box of uh, recipe cards you get from grandma. At some yeah, point, uh-huh. you know. Well, so I used to keep a lot of mine. I would have digital copies of everything. I still make digital copies, but I would also have tons of post-it notes all over the place. So I'd scribble down notes of when I started cooking, what the temperatures were, stuff like that. And then I saw this book online from uh, Jess Priles, and I'm like, I need that book. Mm -hmm. That book was written for me because I have post-its all over the place that I keep losing. Yeah. Or they get shuffled around. I forget what goes to what. So I tried to color coordinate for a while, and now I've got the book. Sweet book. Nice. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I mean, being locked down has definitely made me more adventurous in the kitchen. I, uh, I, I I'm not the least bit in. It, when it's time to like cook dinner, I, I don't get intimidated anymore. I just kind of like, what's in this fridge? I can do something. What's this yeah. vegetable? Chop it up, season it, yeah. put it in the oven. You know, it's like yeah. it's not as scary as it used to sound. So, yeah. I ended up buying one thing. of those uh, Blackstone uh, griddles. It's like a 17 inch gas powered griddle. Mm-hmm. It is so wonderful. I never thought I would get into like cooking on a griddle, but oh, yeah. you could with the the vegetables that we've been able to do. I can't wait to do a smash burger. Oh, I am yeah. like dying to do a smash burger because we just got this thing. 
but there's already been like eggs and pancakes and uh, you can oh, do yeah. anything on this. And I'm finding out there's a whole subculture to cooking on these Ooh. Blackstone griddles. Because once I did one YouTube search for you know, how to clean these things properly, me, uh, a ton of posts came up of guys who were like, you know, like the, the superheroes of the griddle world. And they've got their own YouTube channels of, of different recipes. And they've got these. You went down the rabbit hole. I did. <laughs> yeah. and I never thought I would for a griddle, but it's fun to cook with. It's, it's portable. I can take it to camp with yeah. me. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, mind cooking. I, I, yeah. I like cooking. I, I'm more of a, like Angela's the, I'm just going to throw this in and see what happens. I'm like, I'm the measurer when I cook. I'm just that I'm plan a planner, but yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I've got a, um, I got an electric griddle a little while ago for Christmas, and you're right. It, it's an absolute game changer for breakfast. Like pancakes, my pancake game up like several notches whenever I got that. The other thing that um, I finally got into using with some chicken recipe a little while back, like I got the cast iron skillet out for this one oh, recipe. Yeah. And, and man, I had like, I was always intimidated I thought, like, you know, the cast iron skeleton, all oh, this thing's, you know, bulky. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be tough to clean up afterwards. That was, that's all bullcrap. That is not true. It's just as easy as any other skillet, except you feel, like, slightly outdoorsy and rustic whenever you use it. Oh, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. So we found a cast iron skillet down in my uh, – or yeah, cast iron pan down in my mom's basement. And she's like, if you want it, you can have it, but you got to like restore it. Cause it, it was sitting down there for years. There was rust in it, everything. Mm-hmm. So looked up online, how to do it, got it restored, took a few times, but, and it looked beautiful. We've cooked on it. It was great. Look at the bottom of it. Made an Erie PA. Nice. I'm like, Oh, hometown Skittle. This is, this is fantastic. <laughs> but it, it's, been, it's one of my favorite things to use though, because nothing sticks to it. It just, it does a great job. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Easy to clean. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to mention, I wanted to ask you guys if you've tried any home improvement projects while we've been, uh, uh, in the lockdown, but real quick, Doug, real quick, you just got a new grill. Can you tell us about the new grill? Oh, that, yeah, that's the one that I got was the, the Blackstone. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. The, that's the griddle. Yeah. That's the, okay. Okay. It, cool. Yeah. So that's the, the 17 inch, but what was cool is, um, so I've been wanting one of these for a while and we found it on Facebook that there was a guy selling it, but he also had the collapsible table that goes with it. Yeah. Which that's what pushed me over the edge. Like, yeah, we've, we got to buy this. So we go out to the guy's house and, uh, I, I started talking to him. He goes, look, the, the original, um, cooking, I guess the, whatever the top part, I don't know what they call that on the grill, but like the cooking surface, um, he's like, that had a crack in it. So they sent me a new one. He goes, and in the meantime, I realized I wanted one that was like 36 inches or 32 inches. He's like, so I've never even used this. Mm. He's like, I've, I've cooked on it once or twice with the old one. It's like, but I've never used this top. It's still in the wrapping, everything he goes out. It's yours. I'm like, nice. all right, that that's cool. And then the table that went with it, I'm like, this, this table is like half of what it sells for online. He goes, I just want to sell it. Like if somebody can use it, great. I'm like, dude, you are like my guardian angel because I really wanted this. Thank you. (laughs) And then I brought it home like right away and I seasoned it and yeah, it it was great. And then we find out that the guy goes to the same campground that I go to. So I'm like, 
I'm like, well, I'll stop over and see you next time. He's like, absolutely. Let me know how it's going. He goes, I'll cook you something on my 32 inch. I'm like, I just made a new there friend. You go. That's nice. perfect. Ah, it's beautiful. I'm glad it worked out. I didn't want to go on without at least mentioning that. I'm glad we already got yeah, to that. Okay. Yeah, it, it's a really nice grill, and I'm surprised I bought something nice off Facebook. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, usually that ends a lot differently. Usually, like yeah. you end up you lose a kidney or something like that. Early um, days with the kids, like buying clothes. Like we first had a million, and at the boys too. We we found people on Craigslist, Facebook, whatever, and bought some gently used clothes, and it was a lifesaver for like newborns. We have to spend an arm and a leg to wardrobe them out of the gate. We had some, you know, gently used stuff and, you know, for, for, for cheap, you know, get a couple trash bags of clothes for 40 bucks. Like, yeah, we're there, you know? Mm -hmm. And I mean, we went and met these people and got to look at it before we had to take it home. And it, it all, I, but, but I think two or three times we did that and it all worked out. So you never know. You can get lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've done that too. Jen's tracked down people on Craigslist and stuff like that. I'm a big fan of the, uh, you know, the, the, the state, the safe, um, transaction areas that they've established in uh, yes. parts of town you know that always you know not necessarily <laughs> because you think you're buying something from some shady individual but just because that extra little piece of peace of mind you know you kind of like yeah. you're both taking equal risk i will meet you here outside the post office in this yeah. designated place you know that, that kind of starbucks me. and that'll be all good yeah exactly mm -hmm. you gotta remember it's kind of like it's kind of like the old bear thing you know you know the bears is afraid of you as you are of them you know it's the same thing you know the sellers is afraid of you as you are the buyer you know so it's, well, I think it's it was a, a few years ago. Uh, Sorga told me about Let Go, and I it might have been him. I can't remember. Um, but I, I put a workout bench on there that I had that I just I wasn't using. It was sitting in the. It, it became a clothing rack, mm -hmm. and uh, I put it on there. And within like a few hours, I had somebody saying, "Yeah, I'll buy that off you for sixty bucks." I'm like, "Good," because I got it as a gift. Yeah, sure. I'll yeah, I'll meet up with you. So we end up meeting in the parking lot of the Dormont Pool. And this guy pulls up in a van that doesn't have windows or anything on it. <laughs> and I'm like, this looks like the shadiest deal ever. Mm -hmm. Public pool parking lot. Mm -hmm. Van pulls up with no windows. No windows. Yeah. yeah. Guy gets out, like no, like no sleeves or anything. I'm like, wow. This this is not going to end well. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was just doing some construction work. And I came over. I'm like, oh, okay, we're cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gave me the cash. I gave him the thing. And we were all good. But just for that split me, second, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> just give me an alibi I can believe in for a few minutes and let's get this transaction over with. You know? Oh, we're I'm in a, construction. Uh, oh, we're in a public sense. Sense. Well, then when <laughs> I, I helped him load it into his truck, he opened up the back and it, it was construction materials. I'm like, yep. You're doing drywall. Works for me. That's why I'm glad we're in a public spot, though. All right. <sighs> wow. Ooh, beg your pardon. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, Maddie. Oh, so you almost took me down. You in the middle of light. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be all right. down the wrong pipe. All right. It did. Okay. Ooh, that's the last can. It was trying going for me one last time. Okay, tell me about your home improvement project. Have you tried it yet? Uh, we really haven't. Um, I think our home improvement has been some of the stuff we've got. Like we, we got our Weber grill. We got the basketball hoop. You know, some of the stuff. Getting the office situated with the new desk and the beverage fridge and all that stuff. It's been more like getting things for the house that we've wanted to wanted to do and just haven't gotten around to it. We're finally doing those things now that we're here. We're kind of nesting, if you will. So um, we haven't yeah. really torn anything apart or built anything. We did just do the garden 
um, this past weekend. So finally got around to getting the flowers and the weeds pulled and all that stuff. We got some mulch we got to get ordered, but um, you know, nothing, nothing made, but nothing majors needed that. We did the water you need to replace a couple months ago. That was a need. It's just one night started leaking and that was the death knell for that thing. So, um, but yeah. nothing's like, yeah, we haven't had a big, like, Oh, we're going to, you know, tear down this wall or anything like that going on. That's all. Jen and I have taken to calling the items we purchased during the lockdown are lockdown babies. That's so yeah, we, we've done the same. Steve mop, yeah. you know, I just took that for a drive around the kitchen floor. Things awesome. I mean, we love our shark steam mop. It's it's yeah. it's awesome. We love it. It was great. Uh, Doug, what about you? You doing anything crazy? Uh, I ripped up all the carpet in my living room. Oh, that's right. And so much to our surprise, beautiful hardwood floors underneath it. Uh, except that's for some a good bonus find. That's a good bonus find right there. But then we realized as we ripped it back just a little bit more where the previous owner had uh, ripped up some of the boards and put in like really bad replacement boards. It looked like he tried to put in a vent in one corner and then just gave up. <laughs> and then carpeted it over. <laughs> yeah. Which wasn't too bad, but I think that what, what hurt the most though was like looking at all the white paint from when they painted the ceiling, they, they put on this like, um, what do you call it? The popcorn ceilings. Mm-hmm. He put that in and they didn't put anything down on the ground when they were painting. So there's white paint all over the floor. Hmm. So we're going to have to put in a, a floating floor and then we're going to put in the, the same floor tile that we have in the, the other room, which isn't bad. I, this room is, it's going to be pretty easy to cut. I, I don't know if I'm going to do this <laughs> myself. I'm most likely going to have uh, recruit some help for this, hmm. but eventually it's, It'll get done. Um, okay, one second, buddy. See, now it's my kid's turn to come down. Mm-hmm. Right. At least I'm they don't just scream baby. nonsense from the other room. At least they come and actually like say things to your face. Right. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I'm watching as he's like, I'm going to jump in this camera and I'm going to totally don't do it. No. I will make sure. Yes, go. Bye. <laughs> I'm legit surprised mine haven't put it in appearance because I normally they do come out at the boys after I put them to bed, but they must have been dog tired tonight. They don't talk to me all day. I get a camera on me and it's like, mm-hmm. hey dad, hey dad, hey dad, hey dad. Right. <laughs> so it's, besides it's the same thing the, uh, with me, like my youngest, he's like he's he's quiet. Like you don't even know he's there. And and I, I you know I fire this thing up, and next thing you know, he's like screaming from the other room. What are you doing? What, what are you the heck doing? is you going doing? on? Well, I will say, I will say one thing we did do, the kids were asking to rearrange their rooms a little bit um, around the time school was ending. And, and I, our daughter, we've done it a couple of times. She likes to move the bed against the wall sometimes. Then she turns it around and back to the center. It's not as hard. The boys, we got them these two huge, like, they're twin beds, but the frames are huge. They got drawers on the side and at the front, and the big shelf in the back. Like, these things are heavy, okay? And this, I mean, this is real wood. This is, this is like a heavy bed. And they're like, we, I'm like, what are we going to, my wife and I spent all, I mean, we, I think we spent all of a Saturday morning, like, what are, okay, they want us to move it around. What are we going to do? The beds are so big. How, like, what do we do to make it different enough to give the, they wanted more floor space. Like, what do we do? So finally we settled on, if we moved one of them into the corner, even though it would block part of the one closet door, we could of course sort of form an L shape with the other bed and give them a little bit more open space on the floor. And they were happy with that. So we luckily, all we had to really do was move one bed. But at first, like, what are we going to – and move the nightstand over to the other corner. 
But first, like, how, like, how are we going to even move this thing? I mean, we're taking it apart. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't as hard as it first seemed. But, um, of course, now currently the open space is taken up by a tent. Um, nice. Owen, Owen likes – he. we had a tent. Um, Santa, Santa got him a tent for Christmas that he'd use in our center for a good like, – he wanted a hideout. He had, we had Owen's hideout. He liked – he built himself a couple little forts in there. And we thought, well, we'll have Santa get him his own actual, like, Ford, like a nice tent, a little Owen space. And then the cats kind of messed on it and kind of ruined it. Mm. So he wanted his tent back up, and we realized, we thought we thought we had cleaned it up. We got we had it, so we got it, we got it out, and we said, you know what, this thing still smells. We did not get all the smell out. Like, we got to throw it out. And so we went to Dick's and got a new tent, even bigger than the last one. And uh, that's currently, so the boys have been sleeping in it all week while my wife and daughter have been out of town. So th- they're living their best life. They're camping out. They're, they're camping out all week. So they're, they're, they're loving it. Um, that's great. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's been, anyway, that's a long winded version of saying we rearranged the room and they're currently using the space for a tent. So it's fantastic. Well, I mean, I, I, my big um, project that I've been at, this actually started before the lockdown. Um, I, my, our, the baseboards in one of our bathrooms needed to be replaced because, um, we have two boys and their aim is crap. So <laughs> I understand, <laughs> but we ripped it out. I, what am I saying that I ripped it out. I did it with my own two hands <laughs> and I discovered that they have this, they have this thing. Now you can get PVC water resistant <laughs> baseboard, basically outdoor deck quality baseboard oh, i'm like this is this is what i need right here uh so finally we've reached a point where this project is moving forward i successfully miter cut all of this baseboard uh the only little hang up has been that um i discovered that the baseboard doesn't necessarily cover um all of the you know remnants of the last baseboard so what that means is um you know spackle stuff you know now we're you know spackling you know the the, the walls and we, we are going, what am I saying? Why do I keep saying we, I, me, the man, the husband is going to be painting this bathroom. Uh, so that'll be fun. And then we're going to install this uh, baseboard, which is something I've never attempted before. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I had to get the little uh, adhesive with the gun thing, yep. you know, that's going to be happening. Um, oh man, nothing like that trip to the Home Depot. You're just kind of like, I love those trips where you go to the Home Depot and you're just faking like you know your way around that place. Just right. kind of, I, I know what I'm doing. I, 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 got, a, I, I got a project. I, you know, I still I remember, I swear it was our first night, maybe our second night in our, in our townhouse when we bought our first townhouse together. And we went to, we literally bought a hammer drill because we, we wanted to put, all we chose to put, put up a balance in the kitchen. We realized we could not screw in because there was, there was cement above this window it wasn't drywall it wasn't we had to so we had to hammer drill a hole to put up this valance we still have the hammer drill i think we'll use it maybe five or six times since we bought it but um yeah i remember i remember that going to the home depot like yeah i'm here for a hammer drill like i know what a hammer drill is because of my life before yeah i know (laughs) but yeah sometimes you just need the right tool for the job and then you never use that tool again and I'm giving my wife, I would have, if it was just me, I would never, at 9 p.m. on a Wednesday, go to Home Depot to buy a hammer drill to put up a curtain. But eh, when you got, when you're married, that's what you're engaged when at the you're time. Married, that, that's what you yeah. do. 
Exactly. If, they, if this if this Valance is going to make her happy, then damn it, we're hanging this thing. And this was, I mean, we're, we were newly engaged. This is pre-kids. This is, you know, we're oh, two yeah. months engaged. So this was, we hey, we could go out at 9 p.m. on a Wednesday night and then go to Home Depot and buy some shit. But it's like, oh, uh, to man. this day, I'm still like, did we really do that? Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, the good old days when you could just yeah. like go to the Home Depot at 9 o'clock, whatever you wanted to do. I'm gonna buy a power tool at clock on a weeknight because I hate that yeah, with your kids anymore. Nope. <laughs> nope. If I'm going out, if I'm going out at 9 p.m. Now it's the target for some sort of a household good that we just ran out of that's critical for the next morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Um, well, it is getting close to 10 o'clock here, um, so maybe we should add something um, relevant and informative to this podcast. <laughs> this hasn't been informative. Come on. This has been an hour of nonsense, but I love it. These are the best episodes. And uh, hey, just uh, a quick word of inspiration and uh, wisdom, perhaps, for the people who are uh, have hung around this long. Um, Doug, go Adam, ahead. Adam, why don't you go first? <laughs> I want Doug to go first. I go first every time. Doug, you go this yeah. time. Doug, go ahead. I am the master of storage units. Hmm. Is that oh, wisdom, though? Is that a word of advice for the for the audience? That is a declaration. <laughs> because I made I made it a point today that I went and got a storage unit because we we're going to get off our butts and organize this house and move. I don't know where. Okay. Heck yeah! It, you it, know, I will I say to, the storage unit. Yeah, we had to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Doug. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> storage unit, because you're you're you want to you don't worry no we don't know where you're moving to. But I yeah I don't know where I'm moving to, but the future's no I'm not gonna even go with the future stuff right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I was lost. I'm not I'm usually going first. I had stuff planned in my head, but no, I was just I'm I'm getting organized. There you go. That that's my words of wisdom. Get organized. There you we've, go. we've been given a I don't want to say we've been given a gift because the pandemic is definitely not a gift, but we've been giving it, we've been given an opportunity to Mm. pause, reflect, look at everything that we have, get rid of crap that we don't need and, and get organized. So get a storage facility. Yeah. I got a guy. Um, guy. And I I think that's, what's going to, you know, finally just get everyone moving is that, okay, we're now paying for this facility. Let's, Get, let's go through everything. Let's get it moved and, and move on to the next step because and it, we're not moving just because we're like, oh, we got to move. No, we got to move. Like we're running out of room. My kids yeah. are getting bigger. And when we bought the house, there was only one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and now Funny there's how that works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Within a year <laughs> afterwards, there were two. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're just, we're running out of space and, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I've carried with me the 20 years that I've been in Pittsburgh that I just need to let go. That's been sitting in a box probably since I moved to Oakland back in the 90s. So get organized. Get your house in order. I'm working on that myself. We're trying to get the garage cleaned out before school starts up again um, for sure. So, yeah. And we had to do the storage unit when we went to sell the townhouse. We had to get the storage unit to get the crap out so we could stage the house to sell it. So. I totally that's, understand where you're at there. That's kind of the the position that we're at because we've spoken with our realtor and she's like, look, your, your house could go the day that you put it up. You need to but be you've ready. you got to make it look right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you got to be ready to move. It's yeah. going that fast in Pittsburgh right now. Yeah. So well, that's great news. So, I mean, when, when she told me that, 
I, I looked her straight in the face and said, look, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you miss it. <laughs> There's my tip for tonight. There you go. <laughs> we, can, we can leave on that rag and end the podcast right there. And Ferris Bjorn comes out. <laughs> yes, fearlessly pursue your home improvement and uh, kitchen adventures. Uh, now is the time to uh, cook something scary and tear out something in your house and put it back together because God knows there's no company coming over. Uh, and also, wear your mask uh, in case we haven't been clear about that on this podcast. We are yeah. on the mask, the yes mask side of things. Uh, if you're involved in any kind of weird, bizarre debate over that whole thing, whatever. I, I, I came up mask. with an idea for masks. Hmm. Barbecue scented masks. You'll never take it mm. off. Bacon scented mask. Yeah. See, sent the masks. Let's try that. Let's Sorg, let's it. get on that right now. I can light up the smoker, bring some over. We'll test it out. Sounds go. good. Let's give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? It's a dormant on fire. <laughs> all right. Hey, Sorg, thank you very much for pushing all the buttons again for us tonight. Go sorgatronmedia.com. And our friends at Sidekick Media Services, check out the whole family of wonderful podcasts there for you to enjoy and help pass the time while you're working on your house or cooking dinner. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Doug. Thank you to my son, who's going to do one last run-in before we go fearless. Check us out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Listen to your parents. We are done. Wear your mask. Stay safe. We'll see you next time. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.